Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. Insurrection, written by three ducks in a man's suit. Hellfire is nothing that I can describe, for I have no body to experience it with. It burns not at the flesh, for there is no flesh. Instead, it tears at your soul. It takes the guilt and pain that you have experienced in your miserable life and magnifies it, using it as a weapon to hurt you. I stand here within a cell, a bone nestled amidst a sea of flames and dancing demons, but I am not alone. For to my left and right in cages of rusted metal and twisted limbs stand row upon row of soldiers of man, Spartan hoplites and their toned bodies and tall spears, tribal Zulu warriors who stand tall with their cowhide shields and feathered headdresses, even those of the newer theaters, British trench troops from the Great War, American GIs, German infantry, and Russian soldiers from World War II stand side by side, enemies no longer in this place. They talk, they whisper, they learn the language of the men and women next to them. Time has melted the barriers of nation and race that once saw them sin against one another. The pain of punishment visited upon them for their transgressions and life has given away to camaraderie and purpose. The demons pour forth their cackling laughter, their dance of delight in the torment they are given to indulge in. But the soldiers only smile, they smile, and they wait. Their time is coming, and neither hell nor heaven shall stand against them. A shopping mall parking lot is not generally the kind of place where momentous events happen. It is transitionary spot, a place for people to come and go. Important things aren't really centered around them, but this was anything but a traditional day. A crack in the pavement grew to a wide split in the earth below the eyes of the hundred distracted shoppers. Eyes grew wide and cell phones were raised to take video while the split grew larger, revealing depths of plummeting darkness into the belly of the earth. It couldn't be an earthquake. This was not an area for it, and the ground wasn't shaking. It was more like something massive was pushing up from below, trying to break free. Whispers between enraptured shoppers who had just wanted to leave intermingled with panicked footsteps of one who hustled to get to his car out of the danger zone, even as the crack settled and grew no larger. When the first red arm extended from below, there was no screaming. It wasn't the kind of sight a person can process like that. That fear would only come later, when the shock had worn off. But it didn't take that long. 
A mess of scale, slimy and segmented appendages of a variety of sickly colored poured off from the crack, indescribable creatures crawling into the open air. The noise and scraping concrete could be heard miles around with the hard nails of those hands grasping at the tarmac. An acrid stench of sulfur that burned at the nose erupted forth with a hiss of reddish steam. Gnashing teeth and whipping tails, so confusing were their proportions, it was honestly difficult to say how many existed. Where one ended, the next began. People fled. Greams echoed out a universal human warning of danger. But even in the heart of panic and fear, there were those who saw their chance for fame. Those who held up their cell phones and recorded whatever they could lay their eyes on, knowing how valuable the footage could be. A monster stepped forward and raised a talent limb, intending to strike down one of the filmers. But a greater being stopped him, hissing at the smaller monster. The hulking brute turned yellow eyes set above face containing far too many teeth to know slightly shaking cell phone. Recognizing this as a viewing window of sorts, the monster addressed the phone rather than the person holding it, speaking around the great teeth in something recognizable as English. We seek asylum. Every world government was in an uproar. It was happening globally, cracks in the earth, monsters emerging. In some places, they were instantly hostile, treating any contact with humans as a chance to destroy and rampage. These were quickly put down by local military forces. Almost equally troublesome were those that weren't, those that spoke to people and calmly requested political discourse. Alex Mavor saw the word mentioned several times, the one word that he wasn't quite willing to say. The D word. He'd wait until they'd said it. Apparently, they were talking, but wanted someone with authority. If he's Hicktown, that meant him. Bustling into his office, he was attacked by multiple voices, a scatterbrained combination of updates, requests for information, general excitement, and that word the D-word. But eventually, he managed to hustle into the interview room where the, uh, thing was waiting. He peered through the glass to the room usually used for interrogating suspected overstayers or border wall jumpers. According to his secretary, it was ten times that size when it first crawled out from the ground. It had shrunk itself down to fit inside the building designed for humans. Now it perched on the chair offered to it, head down saying a word. Some clueless intern had placed a hot coffee in front of it. A head that seemed a little too wide for its body. Leathery black and red streaks like a red lizard had been scorched onto barbecue. Its proportions and limbs were vaguely humanoid, but uh, off ever so slightly. Its legs were just a little too short, its forearms just a little too long. A pair of black horns tipped forward from behind its pointed ears, terminating in tips with red coloration that made it seem like the creature had just finished goring some hapless creature. Its cohorts were out back in the detention center for lack of a better place to put them. Swallowing down his nerves, Alex opened the door and stepped inside. The d- The creature 
didn't react to his presence. Possibly it had already known he was there. Alex took a seat and shuffled some papers. A force of habit that he had found had something of an effect on guilty foreigners who weren't supposed to be here. But it wasn't until Alex actually spoke that the creature met his blue eyes with the cat-like yellow ones. So, um, you've caused quite a mess for me here. The creature didn't smile. With that mouth lined with rows of shark teeth, Alex wasn't sure it even could smile. My name is Alex Mavar, and I'm head of immigration control here. But first thing is first. He struggled to maintain eye contact. Even downsized, the creature was intimidating. Something about the shape of it spoke to the primal part of the human mind, provoking fear, even when it wasn't doing anything. What exactly are you, and where did you come from? For a moment, the creature only quietly regarded him. It had remained mostly silent until now, as if under arrest and waiting to speak to a lawyer. Evidently, it decided that Alex was senior enough that it could speak to him, and its words were exactly what Alex feared. We are demons, and we come from hell. Ah, crap, it said. It said the freaking D word just like that. No denying it now. This was no advanced cosplay or an elaborate practical joke. Alex had seen the split in the earth these things had crawled out of, and no human machine he knew could do anything like that. Demons from hell. The hell? I have about a thousand questions. I will endeavor to answer them. The demon's words were cultured, but its voice rumbled like thunder. It didn't sound anything like a human could reliably replicate. Does this mean that uh, God is real? Alex almost didn't need an answer. The demon physically flinched at the mention of the name. The demon shook his head. I'll not speak of it. Do not ask me that. Well, okay, dramatic. On to the next one. Why... Are you here? We are! The demon visibly hesitated, its eyes narrowing in a way that possibly indicated uncertainty. Refugees. Alex tried to keep his expression professionally neutral. Honestly, he was silently congratulating himself for remaining calm for so long. Refugees? From what? There is uh, a war in hell, and I am part of the side that's losing. A war... Against who? Or is it demons fighting demons? The demon shook his head again, and slow swaying giving the impression the head had quite a bit of mass to it, more than a human head would. Demons cannot fight demons. Obedience to the authority is in our nature. We are at war against a... uh, another enemy. Alex swallowed, following a train of logic in his mind. What kind of creatures would be waging war against demons? The answer popped into his head and it demanded attention. He silently raised a single finger, pointing it at the unseen sky beyond the dimly lit ceiling. Is it, um, are you fighting, uh, them? For some reason, Alex really didn't want to say the word either. The new forbidden word of the day. The A word. But the demon's next words blew that theory out of the water. No, we fight another, a different enemy. Who? I cannot say. Alex frowned as it was getting him nowhere. You want asylum from a war, but you cannot tell us who you're fleeing from. That is correct. Well, 
That makes this conversation a little difficult, doesn't it? Over time, the more violent demons were quelled, the peaceful ones remained in the custody of whichever nation had appeared in. There was a staggering variety. Those that appeared in the West more often cloven-hooved and goat-horned. They had red skin and breathed hellfire. Those in the East fang-toothed and yellow-eyed, snakes with heads of human women, oni wielding ancient weapons or claw-handed men and women with sunken faces and traditional robes. In Africa, creatures of darkness with wide eyes and twisted shapes poured forth. As if shaped by culture from which they had come, the tide of refugee demons surged forth. They all had the same story. A war in hell from which they had fled out the orders of their lord, and they all refused to tell them who the enemy was. In some places where demons were automatically assumed evil and up to no good, the governments did not hesitate to resort to methods of torture to interrogate. Nothing worked, not even once. Demons were not creatures of human flesh and blood, of human weakness. The worst tortures of humanity were nothing to them. As with all things, time brought equilibrium. A master stirred in his lair. The fires that licked at his feet were a comforting embrace, fighting the shadow of truth that now haunted him. It was over. Thousands upon thousands of years of his rule had come crashing down. The screaming echoed out from outside his chamber. It was not the screams of humans being tormented for their sins. It was the screams of those who would be tormentors, cut down not by those who seek pleasure in torture, but by those who sought only blood and destruction. The encroaching army didn't stop to cause more pain as demons would. They didn't drive in their pokers and laugh at the agony they created. They killed and then moved on to the next thing to kill. Time spent causing pain was time not spent killing. Oceans of demons' blood ran over the craggy hellscape of the underworld. The Lord grasped at his sword, feeling the electric force of power running through it. The flames that clung to the sword blended with the flames of his chamber. It was time. What little forces he could, he had ordered to do what they had been forbidden to do for an age, and bid them to escape and live on anywhere that they could. The Lord emerged from his chamber, standing tall and looking down upon the army beating upon his walls. Humans, the warriors of dozens of ages and hundreds of nations. Here, Persian chariot riders ran through his armies, cutting down armies with every swing. There, an English longbow archer drew back and loosed volley after volley over their allies and into the heart of the unprepared forces that they assailed. Deadlier still were those holding the guns of the new age of humanity, those who had led the charge. Weapons that spat fire, that killed in an instant. They did not cause the same suffering as the predecessor had. Their machines of death were refined to perfection. Single, dispassionate shots and a head before moving on. One dead, two dead, three dead. Reload. An army! of sinners overthrowing hell. Wherever they fell, they rose again. What had they to fear? They were already dead. 
with a roar to grasp the attention of all on the field of battle, the devil raised his sword and charged. He had ruled hell for thousands of years. He would not take this insurrection lying down. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode, and I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.